Episode 2 of Ectype Boutique, The Freedom to Be. I am your host, Adria Merritt, the mother of Kofi Michael Merritt. I'm Issa Merritt, his sister. We are excited about today's episode to welcome you aboard again as we are chasing joy, as we are chasing healing after the loss of our son and brother in the physical realm. However, we know that he is our guiding light. And with that being our guiding light, he has given us a a connection to a whole new set of young entrepreneurs and creatives. And today we are excited to have the opportunity to chat with Miss Naya Kilpatrick who is both a model and photographer and all around Renaissance woman as she is having the freedom to explore her path and the freedom to discover her authentic self. Now, East, one of the things that you talk about, and I think that as we talk about our journey to healing, something that's profound with both of us is we started this love of plants and gardening, right? You want to talk a little bit about that? Even before... I lost my brother. I started gathering my plants, but when I lost him, I started getting much more into it. And I just feel like it's something that purifies and brings comfort. And that's what life is really about, doing whatever brings you peace, whatever brings you joy, and just to live life. And that's what Kofi was about. He was about living his life. And what I really like about the plants definitely brings peace. I love to wake up to the greenery. And I think there's something to be said for the attention that you have to give plants and the ability to take care of them. So it is certainly one of our coping mechanisms. And I think it beautifies the home as well. So we're going to delve into a little bit more about coping um, beyond plant care, other ways to help cope with stress or grief or loss. And we're also going to get to highlight the pursuits of Miss Nia Kilpatrick, who Kofi actually met the summer after his sophomore year. They both attempted Hampton University's Young Diplomats program, and apparently they forged a relationship over their love of Kanye. And I am thankful that Nia had a relationship with my son. So sit back, welcome to our community, We are grateful that you took the time to join us today, and we're excited to hear and to celebrate and to uplift the voice and the vision of creative Naya Kilpatrick. This is everything. So good afternoon. I had the opportunity um, to speak to Ms. Naya Kilpatrick um, today. And so Naya, first of all, I just want to start a little bit with you sharing your vision or your path for where you see yourself going with your career, specifically as you look at branding. So we talked at the funeral and I so I've been doing, I've been working on branding and creating. So I like, I kind of got inspired, like hearing about Kofi. So, so what I've been doing is kind of trying to find a way to mesh those through. So right now I'm working on branding myself because I want to model. So like I've been, I woke up on Friday, drove to the mountains abruptly 
and actually went snowboarding and was modeling this guy's brand for the snowboarding. Then we also did a shoot. I came when I was in Virginia for the memorial that Tuesday, I woke up and I was like, okay, like I need to get myself up. This boy is writing a book. So I helped model for the book because he's doing like a photography book. So kind of been like thrown the branding out the window okay. just right now, just because like, I feel like, or kind of the way that I feel or the way that I look at it is like the creativity that Kofi left behind lives inside of me. And I feel as though it is my role and my responsibility to make sure that it is that legacy lives on. So like, even when I was modeling, like there was this one song that Kofi, like we listened to a lot, like all the time. It was, it's called Out of Time by Future. Like he loved that song. And I literally like, the guy was like, you know, is there anything that you need to hear to feel comfortable? And I just asked him like, can you play that song for me? And like, I just played that whole album all the way through. And because it just kind of felt like he was there, like he was there saying like, that's fire. Like, you know, that's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going crazy. Like, and that I just kept hearing that in my head. And like, even in the moments when like, before when I was modeling, like it would always feel very uncomfortable. Like I, my creative visions, I always like used to hide because I didn't have like confidence in myself. But whenever, like, I remember when I would come to Kofi and we would have conversations, like, he would always be that person that would reaffirm, like, that you to just, what you're doing is good. Like, it's not bad. Like, just do it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I never felt, like, it's, I just feel so, like, inspired. Like, when I'm, even, like, the other, after, like, so that after the Friday, I drove, I had to drive to Virginia because I had to do, I was helping creatively direct a video shoot. So even when I was there, like, I was just thinking like, okay, like I was even like, okay. So sometimes like when I would have Kofi help me with things, like he just sit in a chair and just lean back like this and just like look and be like, no, yeah, that's cool. And so like, even in the shoot, like when I was like watching them, like do the different things and like telling them what I want them to do. Like, I just find myself sometimes just like sitting and leaning back, like, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, I like that. Or like, no, do that. Or like, no, do that. And so like, just kind of like finding like the confidence in myself. Like, I just tell myself like, he didn't believe in me for nothing. So like, I can't disappoint him. So if I disappoint him, then I did all this for nothing, you know? So I like how you are comfortable and the word I'm going to use is shifting right into your lane. Like, I like the fact that you said, you know, modeling is something that has been a passion or something I've been considering. And so you're giving more thought and more action and being even more confident and seeing that path for your life. And so, and I like how you use the idea of branding yourself, right, Naya? So if you were to talk about branding yourself, because as models, you have a story, you have a look, you have certain um, campaigns, even though you're versatile, that people can use you for. But when you think about Naya as a brand, right, what do you see that as? What is the, the story of the brand for you as the model, as the creative director, all of that? 
So when I think of myself as a brand, I think of like my inspiration. So some of my inspirations would be like Kanye. Like you know how for Yeezy, it's very, it's a very natural, raw, uncut. Like this is who I am. Like my hair looks like this. If I wanted to dye my hair pink, I'm gonna dye my hair pink. Like and so when I look at like my social media or I look at like my brand. I want my brand to be reflective of who I am as a person. I would like to say that when people look at my social media, they're probably like, this girl is really impulsive. Like she really just woke up, said, I'm going to go snowboarding. I've dyed my hair like six or seven times within the past, like three years, like purple, red, blonde, black, blonde again, even had like a blonde with a little bit of gray, like, I just want, my brand is very, very like, I'm trying to think of how to tie this all in. So I'm hearing a word, but I don't like to put words in mouth. But what I'm hearing when I synthesize, when you said natural, raw, in cut, and pulse, I'm hearing freedom. Yes, free-spirited. Exactly. Yes, freedom. Like you have the freedom to be whoever the day says that you're going to be, yeah. right? And so that's that's really nice that you have that liberty. So I want to go back because you talked about your social media presence, right? And so let's say someone hears this and they want to support you. They want to see what Miss Naya has going on. How could someone who's interested in supporting you as the creative that you are, how could they get in touch? How could they follow you? Where should they go? So they should definitely go to my Instagram because I already have my Instagram set up. I'm if my cat walks through the camera, I'm sorry. But um, so my Instagram is already set up to like a business profile. I kind of set it up for a personal blog just because, like, instead of a fashion model, just because it is like my kind of personal blog. Like I just talk about like things that I'm going through. So I would definitely say Instagram. You can DM me, and I also have that feature connected where you can email me or text message me which I know is kind of risky but it's useful though because I've had people text me and say hey this is such and such I'm really like I like your feed I was wondering if you like to do this or if you like to do that so it's kind of cool but Instagram is like my number one way I'm kind of trying to learn to use LinkedIn Mm -hmm. it's just like it's more formal, I, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I think I got to mature a little bit before <laughs> I can go to LinkedIn, but <laughs> trying really hard. Um, and Facebook. I don't really post that much on Facebook, but I do could talk a lot on Facebook. Like I communicate with a lot of people through Facebook just because my family's on Facebook, my mom's friends that I met when I was like two and I don't remember who they are, but they remember me. Like I talk to them on Facebook. so either Instagram or Facebook are like my two main ways to like communicate with me. I, my Instagram name is NyKP and my Facebook name is Naya Kirkpatrick. Okay. And that's your branding, Naya KP. That is who you are as your creative. Okay. So what I want to ask you now is we talked about how, I love how you've shifted. And so I like to think about words. So I want you to think, and you talked about the importance of freedom, being a free spirited. So if you were to give advice to someone who is stuck between, do I go the formal path in terms of what I majored in in school? Do I even need to go to a four-year school or I don't know how I want to find my path. 
what are three words that you would use? So not three phrases, three sentences, right? Make it concise. Three words that you would use to help someone who's vacillating back and forth about, should I do it? What do I want to do? How would you encapsulate the advice that you would have for someone? And let it be advice for you too. Let it be fuel for you too. So what three words would you give me? So my three words that I use, that I tell myself is always be yourself. I know it probably sounds so regular, but I feel like a lot of times, like for me, my struggle was my parents, my dad went to Hampton, my mom went to Chapel Hill. Those are two very excellent schools. They both are very, very like, went down a very traditional path. Like my grandfather is a doctor. So my dad became a lawyer because it was like, there's an example that was set for me. My grandmother is an educator. So my mom kind of teetered towards like social work. And she kind of like when she was able to made her own lane and like stopped working traditionally and kind of started, she started a nonprofit art summer camp. And she did it for maybe like from when I was in like maybe the second grade to when I was a freshman in high school. And so one that was one place where like I would hate school. Like I hated school. I did so bad. Like I know this probably sounds so bad, but I just I'm not that person. But every single time I would go to my mom's summer camp, like I would do everything like. If they needed someone to sing a solo, I would sing a solo. If they needed someone to be in the front dancing, I would be in the front dancing. If I had lines, because at the end of her summer camp, she always put on like a play. And it would always be inspired by something like, one year it was Romare Bearden because he's from Charlotte. So we kind of like mirrored some of his art pieces, showcased that. And then we did like a the history of Charlotte kind of themed play. So... I did everything and I just, and it was just like crazy because all my life people have always been school, school, school. Like I'm here because my grandma's an educator. So it's important for her to see me graduate, but she also understands how important it is for me to create my own path. And like I said, always be myself because I believe that individuality is freedom. To be yourself is to be free. If you are not being yourself, if you're not walking in your path, then you're not living in your true freedom because it's like you're restricting yourself to whatever vision somebody. My dad always told me there's two books of your life. There's the one that your parents wrote from the day you were born and there's the one that you're going to write for yourself. Mm. Sometimes they will cross paths and sometimes they will not. I feel like his biggest mistake was telling me that at such a young age. But it was also my biggest blessing because it kind of inspired me to venture out and just be whoever I want to be. Like, I wouldn't have met as many free-spirited people as, like, the people that were Kofi's friends, like Max and Kofi and um, a lot of different people that I met if I wasn't such a free person. Because I would, it would be times when I would just wake up and be like, Kofi, do you want to go thrifting today? And you'd be like, yeah, sure. And we'd be thrifting. One time we met this lady who like swims with sharks and like has a whole thrift store. Like she still follows Kofi because she reached out to me and she was like, you know, like she expressed her condolences and I, and she was just like, you know, he was so like 
cool. You guys were such cool people. And it was just like, that's so crazy that we touched her and we met her for mm-hmm. like what, like we talked to her for like 15 to 25 minutes about thrifting. Like she found this really cool Saks Fifth, like vintage blazer. And like, I was like, eh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to buy it. And her and Coke, like they just start talking about it. Like, even if you don't buy it, like, you know, like the value of that is you should just still get it, you know? And I was just like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So like sometimes free people need free people to inspire them or to keep them going. Because one thing that I learned, especially going to Hampton is when I went to Hampton, I kind of lost my, I kind of lost my vision because it's so, I don't know how to explain it. Like the type of person that I am, it was so easily misunderstood so easy to judge so I feel like I kind of fell into like a like a pattern of I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna do this 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 and this because I don't want to go and do this and everybody talk about me or everybody judge me because it because it's so small so it's so easy for that to happen and like one thing that I always admired about Kofi is he didn't care he did not care he did not care. So now I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm just not going to care. Like, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Like, there'd be times I'd be like, I want to wear this, but I just don't know. Like, I don't think it looks like, I don't think so. And he'd be like, just wear it. Like, what? who can tell you that? Like, one of my favorite outfits, my favorite picture on my Instagram, he styled that. Like, my friends, him and my friends styled that. I was just having like one of those like, okay, like, you know, it's the Hampton standard, like, you gotta show up and show out, and that's not me, like, I'm jeans and a t-shirt, so they found a way to meet me in the middle of what I wanted to wear, what I was comfortable wearing, and okay, what's something that this is 100 days, so you have to dress up, so what's somewhere that's in the middle, and that was the middle, and now people come up to me, and they'll say, like, this is the Instagram picture that made me follow you, like, this is one of my favorite outfits. And I'm just like, if only y'all knew, like, the, creative, the creativity behind that. Like, it was me, but it wasn't all me. And I always have to make sure that I give credit to. Like, just giving credit is so, so, so important. Like, mm-hmm. so, so, so important. I, yes. So I love it. And so I'm going to transition you off, but I'm certainly some big takeaways that I just got from you are the importance of definitely having the freedom to walk in your individuality. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Also the importance of paying attention to the people who feed you because you talk about your parents. It's very obvious to me that you have a good relationship with your parents. And it sounds like, and I could be wrong, but it sounds like even though they have structure, based upon that advice your daddy gave you, they give you the freedom to and the support for you to figure out your own path, understanding that you're going to do that and that's okay. And then the final piece that I gleaned from what you talked about is the importance of the collective, right? Uh, being a part of a group, but honoring the individuality of the gifts of the people in the group and giving credit where credit is due for what the people in the group bring to the table. So I'm excited about then where your path will take you. 
and I'm expecting to see you on the cover of some publication. It could be your own publication, but I want to see you on the cover of something, okay? Thank you. So, Issa, when you listen to Naya, especially with her being someone who is on her path, where she's going, very similar to you, right? Um, You're on your path to where you're going. What are some big takeaways that you took from our conversation that perhaps really resonated with you? A big thing for me is not having to have a solid path. Like it's okay to not know exactly everything that's going to plot out because you want to be that free spirit that y'all talked about and y'all want to just be able to go for something, not being ha- not having to go back and forth and deciding if this is the right decision because you're on your path so you can make mistakes. Just go for whatever you want to do and be like whoever you want to be because you just got, you know, one life. So you don't want to really have any regrets. And also talking about the path, talking about uh, where it might take you because you don't want to set any solid expectations because if you do that you might be minimizing what you can do because such great things can come out of something and if you set expectations you're going to be working so hard towards a straight goal and not everything else that you can do Hmm. I like that and so it kind of goes to what she spoke of with freedom yes you and you know and she spoke about the freedom to be able to walk out your individuality and I know that uh, you know some people find that hard because they feel like there are expectations or it's important to fit in. Like one of the things that she talked about, important to fit in. So I feel, I feel like it required courage for her, right? To be able to pull back and say, for me, being yourself is important and having the freedom to walk in who you are. So do you think that it's difficult to walk in your individuality? Do you feel like for people at your age, more emphasis is placed on fitting in? Or do you see more people um, being open to just walking in their individuality and not worry about being judged by their peers? I do think at this age, it's somewhat difficult to express individuality because as she was talking about with like her parents being like a doctor and lawyer, it's you can get judged if you go on that different path of being a creative or if say since I'm into spirituality now your parents are both Christians they might look at you strange if you're into like crystals and not necessarily one God so it's like and also one thing I see is that everyone preaches into like be yourself be in do your individuality thing but if that individuality doesn't fit into their standards, they're still going to judge you and look at you. So you just got to do what you do and be okay with being judged. Very nice. And so this kind of leads us into, I think, your chat with her, where you were talking about individual coping mechanisms and things that you can do to express yourself. So... Anything that you want to say to kind of lead us into the conversation that you're now going to have and why you felt like it was important to have that conversation with Naya? So basically everyone has their own, as I said, individual path. And although they might be different, they definitely can have similar experiences. So hearing how other people cope can definitely help each other. Did you feel like hearing her helped you in terms of how you're processing um, this 
phase that we're in right now or, or, or this where we are right now in our life in terms of trying to process how our life is and how we're going to proceed um, without having those conversations and those interactions that we're used to having with Kofi? I definitely say that, again, it definitely helped hearing other perspectives on to how like they cope. But honestly, for me, I process it myself in my head and I just get through it like that. But just hearing her experiences made me feel like I wasn't like going on the wrong path because again since her story is so different it's like there really is no wrong all right so let's take a listen to the conversation that you and Naya have thank you Issa okay my main question is really like so I guess among all this like creative directing stuff like how do you like sit in yourself and be comfortable with yourself like what are your like coping mechanisms basically so my coping mechanisms they're actually kind of like unhealthy like I'll go for like a week and then I'll just be in my bed for like three days straight just just like give myself rest time like downtime like I was I went from North Carolina to Virginia to Maryland back to Virginia in like from the time span of Friday to yesterday so like right now and I'm about to go back to Maryland today so when I get back to Virginia I'm not going anywhere for at least like two to three days before I go back home so that's like one big coping mechanism is you won't hear from me for however long I need to reset like I'll just like go ghosts like just my friends are like hey just checking on you okay cool like and I'm like yeah I'm good okay cool and also like another way that I like I introspect a lot so I kind of like introspect and reflect a lot like I look at even the smallest of experiences and introspect about like what did I take away from it what can I do to change this how can I be better moving forward and things like that and I try to journal. I really do try, but it just never seems to work for me. So I have a therapist and I just kind of like unpack all the things to her. And so like, those are kind of my coping mechanisms are sleep and therapy. Okay. And I wake up, talk to my therapist, go back to sleep, give myself a couple more days. And I'll just keep going, keep going, keep going until I feel like I need to stop again, which is why I say it's kind of unhealthy. Cause like I should just be able to keep going, but I'd be tired, girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> For me, it's like I'll like lock myself in my room and I'll just like stay in here for the longest time. Cause like now that I like have my my own space with like I got my desk and everything, it's like there's no reason to leave my room. Exactly. So it's but it's like I've been trying not to do that. Like I feel like I need to be like working towards something all the time. So mm-hmm. it's like I kind of got into something that's like. I guess I can work towards like I'm getting books for like learn about crystals and spirituality and all that stuff so it's like I feel like that's like definitely calming because mm-hmm. I did go to a therapist session like once last week that was the first time I went though but I feel like it didn't I feel like it didn't help 
like but for you was it like the first session did that like do anything for you no no like the first the first session never does anything for me just simply because it's like I don't know if I know you well enough to tell you the things that I'm dealing with like are you judging me like because one thing I also have social anxiety so like it's hard for me to like talk to people sometimes because I feel like they're judging me Mm -hmm. which is like something that I'm trying to work past but like sometimes it can be very very hard like so talking to my therapist it probably took me like a week and a half or no like a month sorry because we only talk once a week so probably took me a month before like I would be calling her like girl let me tell you what happened like I'm so upset like I can't even believe that this happened to me and like just getting to that point it was so hard like I've been in therapy since I was a little kid because oh. I so like my mom she always because my mind is always moving like she wanted me to talk to a therapist so it was always very hard for me. Like the first month was always so hard because I would just talk about the things that don't matter. Like sometimes it's easy to find yourself talking about the things that don't matter. Like the things that they sound like they matter, but they don't really like matter to you as much as the things that you really want to talk about. And it's like, I know this is going to sound like bad advice, but like just lay it all out on the table. Like just be like, a hundred percent vulnerable like as vulnerable as you possibly want to be with like talk to her like you're talking to your mom Mm because you just have to remember one you're paying her and two if she tells anybody your business she could go to jail or lose her license so she can't tell anybody your business so you could just tell her your deepest darkest secrets and it's not gonna go nowhere because she can't say nothing that's how I get through therapy like that was from a little kid to now like how I started opening up to therapists that's how I started opening up which is like it should be some deeper way that I started opening up but no it was just I'm paying you and you can't tell anybody my business so that's cool to hear like because it's like the opposite for me Like, Mm -hmm. I felt like I opened up and I said, like, everything. And I was just waiting for them to say something, like, profound to me. Like, that would just change (laughs) stuff. But it was, like, what they said to me, I feel like I literally, like, already thought to myself. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, I feel like it was kind of pointless. pointless, But, like, again, I probably should give it another try. Because, like, I used to, like, vent to my friends about stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, as soon as I would, like, open up to them, like, right after, I would, like, regret telling them. Mm-hmm. like everything because it's like I guess a big thing to me I don't know why it's like people's perception of me so it's like I don't want people to think of me as like this sad person because it's like mm-hmm. that's not who I am because like one thing I would say about myself is I'm very like I would say that I'm extroverted and I open up easily mm-hmm. but of course there's situations where it's like I get really really shy like mm-hmm. I don't know why like I get I'll get like imposter syndrome like something like that and then I'll get like really really closed off but I guess like being inside has really like 
that's really not helped me because I'm so used to being outside trying to meet new people and I was like really excited to do that so it's like now that I'm inside and cooped up it's like I have to find like a completely new thing to do Mm -hmm. and that's like that's hard for me I think so piece of advice because I used to be the same way like literally I tried to be like so strong like to my friends because I don't like to tell them about my problems because well different from you it makes me feel like I'm burdening them but also similar to you with like the social anxiety it makes me feel like they're judging me Mm -hmm. so like when I one thing that I've learned is that when you hang around people that make you feel comfortable it you don't really have it's not a thought like sometimes you have to like sit back and assess like who am I talking to because the person that you're talking to might be the reason why you feel uncomfortable like it might not be you it might just be okay maybe this person is not because when I what I but I've also realized also is that sometimes it's wrapped up that that image perception is wrapped up in pride like it's wrapped up in like I don't want anyone to think or know that I can be weak or I can be sad or I can be angry. And one thing that I've learned this year, like this year, like I never used to do this until this year is to just throw all your pride to the window and just be yourself. Like when I was talking to your mom, I was talking about like freedom. Like when I got rid of my pride and I just started speaking freely about how I feel and the things that I experience and the things that I go through, I realize that I feel so much freer because my pride is gone. I'm not doing this and thinking, oh, why did I do this? Like, uh, now they're going to think that I'm sad or they're going to think that I'm because I am like, if I'm sad, then I'm sad. If I'm mad, then I'm mad. And like, if people, the people that you're around accept you for who you are, then they'll be willing to take all those different shapes and forms, sad, mad, happy. And if they're real people, then they'll be able to help you. Like I've had friends like, like the last like week, like it was very hard. I had a friend that came, drove to my house. She lives, I live in the middle of nowhere. Like she drove to my house every day for a week to make sure I got up, to make sure I ate, to talk to me. And then she went back home. Like that was it. So like, sometimes like surrounding yourself with people who are willing to do those types of things for you even if you're at that moment not willing to do that being around those types of people it will inspire you to be that type of person like I would have never done something like that until I until somebody that was done for me like until somebody did that for me so like I just say throw your pride out the window like I know people people are always going to have an opinion. Like they're always going to be like, "Mm, she's always sad. Mm, She's always happy. Mm." Like, but who cares? Like take me as I am. Like I'm a hundred percent me. Like, and it's made up of multiple different percentages, like sad, happy, mad, angry, reactionary, all those different things. You just have to take me for who I am. Like, it's just, that's when you'll feel like, the most free like I feel like that's how I feel right now but I always used to be the same way like I don't want people to think I'm sad 
and it's hard not to like it's hard to be sad in front of other people when you're a strong person because it's like how am I going to be sad in front of you and take on your things and listen to you and be strong for you and I'm not even strong enough for myself and I realized that that just comes with me not wanting to be vulnerable, but I just have to do that because I have to protect myself as well. Like, and if you're reading about crystals, you should also read about life path numbers. Definitely get into astrology and read about like empaths. Like okay. emotional awareness, being an empath, like, cause maybe you're an empath, like, when you're saying you get like imposter syndrome, maybe it's because you can feel the different energies around you and they can affect you. Like that's kind of what happens to me. And that's basically what being an empath is. It's like empathy, but on a stronger level. So if I'm in a room and I'm talking to you and you're sad, I may take that on as if I'm sad, but I'm not actually sad, but I'm just and a very empathetic person to the point where I feel what you feel. So like that might also be like what you're feeling when you're in those rooms and you get closed off a little bit. Cause that's what happens to me too. Like it's instant. As soon as I'm, I feel like something is, this energy is off. I feel very like, I don't want to be open anymore. Yeah. That was really good. Cause it's like when you were talking about freedom and stuff, and and then you were talking about astrology like I'm a Virgo so like I overthink <laughs> a lot like yeah. every before I do or say anything it's like I'll think about it and like I'll try to rationalize it and it's like I really have to stop doing that so that I can like be I guess more me but it's like so hard for me and that's what I'm trying to do because especially with like when like I would be on car rides with Kofi and stuff like he would just be telling me to like loosen up and stuff and it's like that's like I'm really trying to do yeah and just like not even think about risks of things and just go for it but I'm definitely like gonna try to get more into like astrology and all that but like yeah for imposter syndrome I feel like like stuff like I work just as hard as other people like to get in a certain place and then it's like once I'm at the, at that place with those people, it's like I feel like I don't belong there because I feel like, as you said, like the energies, like sometimes I feel like with other energies, it's like this cocky energy that people have. And it's like if you're in a room full of like 60 overconfident people, I'm like, OK, what is going on here? Because it's like I tend to underestimate myself where other people were so if I'm in a room full of like a whole bunch of confident people I'm like really uncomfortable because like I always think like I'm not like good enough to do something but then as soon as I do it and I like overperform I'm like okay what was I worried about and then I loosen up Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely working on that opening up is a big thing for me I and I feel like again like when I was talking about coping mechanisms and being outside, like talking like to to all his like friends and stuff on these like podcasts is definitely like, I feel like that has helped me more than going to therapy. Like just being able to like have to just be able to talk. This definitely helps. Well, you've said some great things.